This is Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. I'm Christy. I'm Beth. And And we're we're sisters. sisters. We're also mothers, writers, entrepreneurs, and purpose-driven inspiration junkies. You know what we're not? Perfect. If you're okay with that, this podcast is for you. We share real-life experiences and the lessons we continue to learn with the hope that it will encourage you to live your most authentic life of purpose. Let's do this, Christy. Happy day after Thanksgiving. Happy day after Turkey Day. I was just trying to say it differently. (laughs) Black Friday. Do you do Black Friday shopping? Heck no. No, I've never have been a... Well, wait a minute. I take that back because they do have online like pre-Black Friday sales and stuff. I don't go out and do the Mm -hmm. actual thing, but sometimes I'll catch a like Black Friday pre-sale, but that's not... I'm guessing the sense that you meant it in. You're talking about doing like the whole Yeah, you know, out. like some people will get up and go um, out. I remember our cousin Misty used to do it. I don't know if she still does, but like she would get up like super early and they would go out. Yeah, it was like a tradition. I think yeah. a lot of times with yeah. people, it's like a tradition. Everybody gets up so early mm-hmm. and they meet and they try to go find the best deals. Yeah, that is not good for my mental health. <laughs> that would stress me out. Yeah, I don't like that. Um Mm-mm. I don't like that too much. I do a lot of do a lot of people still do that though. Um, in the days that we're in of online sales, or do you think most people just do online Black Friday? I, you know, it's probably not as prevalent as it used to be because mm-hmm. I feel like it used to. I mean, even like ten years ago, it was like a big deal to go out on and Black so Friday. So many people did it. I mean, I guess people still do it, but mm-hmm. I mean, think about malls and all that. Like, they're so. Well, and there's so many people, Nevada's one of these people that he wants to go into a store, Mm -hmm. look at something, and if I can avoid that at all costs, I will. I'm like, well, but I can get it online right here, but he, whereas I'll get things on Amazon, even like toiletries or something, he'll go to Walmart and pick it up, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I would much rather just order it, and he's like, I'd rather go in the store and get it. Yeah. And I know, I know there are a lot of people that just still, they want to go in that brick and mortar store and yeah. do oh yeah do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, um, yeah, the online shopping has, has killed out a lot of brick and mortar stores. Also, I think it's important to, um, <laughs> thanks. To, <laughs> no, I'm just so saying, bad. I mean, I'm the same way. I would much rather order something online. You know me, I'm not a huge shopper anyway, though. I just never have been, but I do take it in spells sometimes like online depending on the mood. I'm better about this now, but I used to get on there and depending on my mood, I'd order stuff. Then I'd be like, why did I, I didn't need that. I should not have ordered Yeah, they that. make it too easy yeah. a lot of times. But I still love like little mom and pop places. Like now I can pass up Walmart and all those any day, but yeah. I still, I actually do enjoy shopping local and doing yeah. that kind of stuff. But that's, that's a totally different experience. Yeah, that's where I was headed with it. I was going to yeah. say like support your local small businesses yeah because I think that's so important yeah and it's a totally different atmosphere too when you're going to those places and you know you're supporting like a family or you know you know even if you are an avid like online shopper there there are platforms like Etsy that Mm -hmm. give give those people an online presence and and stuff like that there's a lot of different ways to support them even if you're not a person that wants to go into the store true and do it but but yeah um yeah, the shopping, the shopping thing, the Black Friday thing, not my thing. 
Yeah, um, I'm not sure why we're talking about that. That's not really anything about Just what we're talking about today. But I guess Thanksgiving week and yeah. yeah, it's kind of a big thing. It's relevant. The holidays. Holidays. Again, I love the holidays. I do too. I really do. I do. It makes me so happy. Look, I sound so enthusiastic. I love the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> too much Thanksgiving food. Um, well, today we don't have an agenda, an outline, and anything <laughs> because those are fun days. Yeah, we are just winging it today, but we're doing something fun. The way we're going to wing it is we last week we decided that you were going to pick a subject. Yeah, a surprise subject for me, mm-hmm. and I was going to pick a su- surprise topic for you. And in the realm of personal development, yeah, yeah. not just any random subject, yeah, which we should try that Lord sometime too. That, that would be how fun. that would turn out. If that we would just be, we should really do that sometime. Just we for, should, just for fun. We should. There is no it telling. Be very interesting that between be both of us. <laughs> so we, I, I came up with a topic, and you came up with a topic, but you don't know my topic. Nope. And I don't know yours. Nope. Like really, we don't know each other's. No. This was, we have not revealed it. Yeah, but we're going to reveal it today. And then we're just going to talk about that subject, that topic, for a little bit. And that's going to be the episode see, today. See, see how it goes. See how we vibe yeah. with each other. Do you like being put on the spot with stuff? Um, generally speaking, no, I do not. With anything? Hmm, I'm thinking. I'd have to think about that for a minute. I guess it would depend on the situation. I'm not somebody who usually likes to be put on the spot about okay, things. Okay, maybe put on the spot is different. So um, so like this is going to be completely impromptu. Do you do you like when things are like a surprise. Well, sometimes I feel like things... Being can, put on the spot sounds so negative and you think, yeah, no, nobody likes yeah. that. But I, what I'm saying is, do you like things that are... That you're just kind of thrown into something. It's spontaneous or... I do because I feel like a lot of times that's when you can have the most fun or have the most insightful conversation or whatever the case may be. I think a lot of times when you don't try to plan something out, when you just kind of let it happen, then I think that can be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think some people don't, if they don't know what to expect, you know, a lot of people don't like surprises because Mm -hmm. they don't like the unexpected all of a sudden being thrust upon them. Do you like surprises like that? Like, like just a big surprise that you had no idea that was coming. Yeah. I mean, one of the coolest surprises ever is when you and our Aunt Gracie and a bunch of y'all threw Steve and I, you know, because we ran off and eloped in Savannah with just us and our kids Mm -hmm. when we got married. So that was all that was with us. And y'all threw us like a phenomenal surprise reception. reception. And that was like, I, I mean... I had not even the slightest clue, and I felt like I walked into another universe when I walked in there because I was so surprised. Yeah, I that, thought we were going to like a wine tasting. The, remember, the very few surprise things I've ever thrown where I really felt like we pulled that off. Like yeah. it was a big group effort of everybody trying to snow you under hardcore, even our husbands trying yeah. to make you think we were going to. What did we say? Like a wine? We, we said I thought we were going we were to going, a wine tasting event. Yeah, we were going to like some kind of a holiday wine tasting we, thing because it was in November. Mm-hmm. And 
um, yeah, I was so surprised. I mean, I did not have a clue. But uh, yeah, that our was cousin such Sandy a, even made up a fake flyer to make yes. you think the event was real. That <laughs> I mean, was her idea. That was really neat. She did pulled that. that off off phenomenally. But that I mean, that was like the coolest surprise right. ever. I mean, it was a surprise. In general, though, do you like surprises? I, I know that was a great surprise. When I found out I was pregnant with Shepard, that was a huge surprise. Mm-hmm. That one had mixed feelings about. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was. I was happy, but also I was scared and shocked and like all of the feelings that you could feel. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, I like surprises, but I mean, I guess if those are really fun, exciting surprises, I guess if it was something like, I don't like if somebody just pops up at my house and I don't know that that's going back to being put on the spot. Steve doesn't care. He's like, yeah, whatever. And it's not that I'm going to turn somebody away, but like, I like to be prepared when somebody's Mm -hmm. coming to my house, you know, like clean up, do whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? In your pajamas. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, no, I know there are different kind. There are, there are different kinds of surprises. I in general am a person who enjoys surprises even some because I'm like a throw me out throw like just throw me out and let me learn to swim kind of person mm-hmm. sometimes I thrive better like our dad did when we were little <laughs> <laughs> remember he taught us how to do it mm-hmm. but then he really would, was he was like, one of those that would just throw skills. us out there like I mean he would be right there so yeah. nothing was gonna happen mm-hmm. but he'd be like okay now do it yep yeah I, I, I thrive a lot of times in that um in the unknown, which is kind of weird because I'm a planner also. And and sometimes I feel like those things don't go hand in hand. But anyway, the reason I was saying that is because we're kind of putting each other on the spot with these surprise subjects. And then we're just going to yeah, no, dive I think into them. I think it's going to be fun. I do too. Now, I can't tell you how insightful I will be and how good this episode <laughs> will be because, you know me, I also... I'm a, I'm a thinker. Like sometimes I have to have time to process, process and think yeah. things. And so if I have to try to give a quick answer or something like that, a lot of times it's not the best because I'm like, hmm. I think we're all like that to some degree though. So, but we'll see. It'll okay. be fun. It'll be entertaining probably. Yeah, to us <laughs> if, if nothing else. Do you, are you going to, we like, haven't talked about this part either. Are you going to give me the subject first or I'm giving you, give you the You give me the subject, subject first. Okay. So... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so the, I chose a little bit more of like a lighthearted subject, in my opinion, because it's the holidays and sometimes we dive really deep into things. But I just chose the subject of small triumphs and celebrating small wins. Oh, I like that. And I think we could just talk about that, ask each other questions about it, maybe even talk about the importance of celebrating small wins and oh I like this okay and then whatever yeah. else happens okay you know, yeah, I can, we we winging it here I can, I can do this I can do okay. this okay. okay fun so you you like my subject I do I like it a lot okay thanks um okay so I know that I personally know that you're a person that likes to celebrate small wins everything so, I like to celebrate everything <laughs> I do too I do too I get a lot of joy out of <laughs> celebrating stuff but what would you say are what's one or several small win kind of things that you have celebrated that you're celebrating that you hope to celebrate and will continue to celebrate? Okay, let's see. This is just in general, I guess, in my life. 
Yeah, anything. Okay. I don't I don't okay. care. Anything, there are no rules, right? There's, there, there are, are no, no rules, rules on okay. this episode. Whatever. Okay. So, small things that I like to celebrate. Okay. One is when I sleep good. Mm, that's it. That's, that's actually a small thing, but that's a big small, but thing. it's big. Yeah. <laughs> so when I wake up and I feel like I got a certain amount of rest and I feel really good, I want to celebrate and rock the day because that's like a, it's small, but like you said, it's big right now. No, that's a good one. So yeah. So, and the way I celebrate that is I just try to get everything that I can out of the day when mm. I'm feeling energized and good and happy and feel rested. I just like go all out. And so, that's yeah, something that's that I think could be easily overlooked to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I'm getting good sleep, but I don't have a one-year-old who won't sleep. Mm-hmm. So I take that for granted. But I think it's great that you celebrate that because that is so important. Something that seems so small that, oh, you celebrate yes. s- sleeping for the night. That's a huge thing in your world. Yeah, if you, you haven't really, slept a lot, then you will realize how much you should celebrate it when you do. <laughs> Well, sleep is is so important, and it it reminds me of, like, to be really grateful when I get a good night's sleep, because that's not a small triumph that I celebrate. I'm like, oh, I slept, but it reminds me how important that that is to say, wow, that's a gift. Yes. (laughs) That's a really good gift. With my kids, I try to um, celebrate smaller accomplishments in school. Um, things like that that they do because I think it's important with kids to celebrate small things because it encourages them to keep moving forward you know my son Phoenix math he hates math he is so smart in so many areas and not that he's not smart in math he can do it but he hates it and so he's been trying to step up the last little bit and really try to do better at that and Mm -hmm. it's hard for him because he hates it with a passion and things I mean like all of us things that he doesn't want to do and doesn't like doing he will put off and he doesn't want to do but um yeah with the kids I try to celebrate you know something at school and little small milestones and things like that um I think I think it's important with kids to do that I do too that's a really good one because kids are so short short short-sighted you know as we age we we can look into the future. And so I feel like that's so good for kids to Mm -hmm. get those small celebrations because they're like that. They're still growing. They're still learning. And, and in general, it's, I think it's good to celebrate your kids for encouragement and accomplishment. And I celebrate when I look pretty on a day, not that I'm not pretty. (laughs) That's not a terrible, like I look like a hag most of the time, (laughs) but you know, when you work from home and when you have a small child, and you are tired a lot, um, sometimes you don't just want to go put on makeup and fix your hair. It's very easy for me just to have on like sweats or pajamas or whatever. Or you don't want to put on your nice clothes because they might get pooped on yes, or slobbered on or like food, food on. 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 Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, like I want somebody to celebrate me when I look really pretty. So Steve, when I look really pretty and I'm dressed up, take me on a date. Okay. Bring me flowers. That's something good to celebrate too though. Cause doesn't it make you feel so good when you do have the time to put in yeah. to making yourself look good and you know, whatever your thing is, whether it's doing your hair or doing makeup or wearing something pretty or yeah. all of the above. Oh, yeah. It really, it really it makes you feel good. Yeah. It makes you feel good about yourself and you know, you feel a little more confident and, you know, feeling sassy when yes. they go out. 
Let me go out and see what kind of trouble I can get into. Yeah, I like those. Those are all good ones. <laughs> what, what about you? you? Okay. What about you? Um, Tell me yours. Okay, so a, a, a small win. Again, this is kind of like the sleep thing. It's with my fitness because it, it adds up to be a big win, but I'll, I'll talk about Which, this. by the way, you look phenomenal. You have been working Thank really you. hard. That's so sweet. Like, you, you have really been working really hard. And I know how hard you've struggled with your Hashimoto's mm-hmm. and how hard it has been for you to, to, to lose weight. And, you know, I've seen you... <laughs> you and I, Yeah, well, <laughs> you and I working out together, like in the gym side by side, eating the same things and working out. I mean, I can't say anything right now because sister on a hefty side, <laughs> but it's okay. I'll get there eventually. When I I'm, love how much <laughs> grace you give yourself though, because I've, I've, I have not been graceful. You talked on another episode about giving yourself grace and letting yourself be. And I felt like I was so in a stressed state after I had a baby and, yeah. and so just like oh hard on myself and I probably gave myself Hashimoto's with all the stress <laughs> no, that I was putting on myself well we have so many things to stress about in life anyway mm-hmm. and there's so many things that are you know that we have to do that are hard and not f- things we really want to do and I do enjoy working out and <coughs> excuse me Um, I feel really good. I just feel better when I'm in good shape and, Mm -hmm. and I'm healthy, but yeah, I've tried to be graceful to myself because, you know, it it has been a struggle because of the sleep and, and all of that, and just trying to get into a groove and be organized. You know, I'm not the most organized person in the world anyway. And so, um, it's just something that I chose. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to beat myself up over this. And if people look at me and say, that girl's fat right now, then Oh, well, that's on them. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's fine. I mean, I'm not like ridiculously obese, but I'm just, you know, I'm carrying some extra weight and, but it'll, Chris, it'll, it'll, you know, I'll get there eventually. My, the, you know, my small wins that added up to a big win, my child is about to be seven years old. I am just now, if it makes you feel better, I just now got back to my pre-baby weight. Okay. So, well, seven years, girl. I know. Well, I was going to say, you. I, I didn't, I didn't mean to just hijack your, Gosh, your small I know, me now. <laughs> I really just started out with a, a, a compliment to you because you no, have worked. You I've seen you much. struggle and have such a hard time. And I know how much you battled and you've guinea pigged yourself to find out <laughs> what would work. And it makes me very happy for you to see how Thank far you. you've come. And I know you've put a lot of hard work in. So, yeah, you look look sexy girl thanks baby <laughs> but well that's the thing too it, we're, since we're talking about my autoimmune disease is is I didn't feel like myself and I wanted so bad and you know me I will put the work in yeah, oh, I'm not yes. gonna sit there and eat a bag of chips and wonder why I can't lose weight not right. that I haven't eaten a bag of chips before <laughs> I love chips, but I'm just saying. Do you have any chips right now? <laughs> I know we're always starving on I this podcast. In case y'all have never noticed, we we skip eating and record, and then we're always so hungry. <laughs> so the thing that I did, the reason that I celebrate these small wins with fitness, and not just me, I think everyone should do this, but because. I got such gradual changes and I wasn't used to that because when my body functioned on a, on a regular, normal, yeah, in a regular, normal way, I, 
I could kind of switch up things relatively quickly Mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things. You know, I could work out, eat right, and I could drop this, drop weight or, you know, kind of whatever my goals were relatively quickly. Yeah. And for a long time, I got to celebrate no wins, I felt like. Yeah. So I started celebrating the little wins because I needed that. I needed to just say, hey, this is working. Let me concentrate on that little win. And I think the good thing is about celebrating the little wins is if it's the same thing and you keep celebrating a win when it comes to this one specific thing, like for me, I'm talking about my fitness and my health journey. Mm -hmm. Those little wins, a lot of little wins adds up to a really big win. Yeah. And it kept me encouraged. And so even though that is a big thing that, yeah, hey, I made it back to my pre-baby weight instead of concentrating on, you know, well, gosh, I should, you know, seven years later, I concentrated on every little win that I had along the way and that it probably wasn't just going to happen overnight. You, you, you started focusing on how far you had come instead of yes. looking at how far you still have to go. Yes, because that I can be really you, overwhelming yeah, for yeah. something like that where yeah. you you not only are not where you want to be and being that my background is fitness and nutrition. Yeah. And I knew what to do. Like I was like, I know what to do and I'm doing it all. Yeah. And that competition, it wasn't a competition, but everything's a competition with you. If it's, (laughs) if it's like, was it a competition? Did you win something? It was a competition. Yeah. Cause you were highly competitive. Yeah. So it had to be, uh, we had to be competing. It was, um, I can't remember what you won. I don't know if it was a free... I think it was like a fitness package or something. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But that that thing, I don't know if you remember, I do. It's like burned into my soul. I do. But we did all of the same exercises. It was a fitness competition classes. where you, you worked out and you ate a certain way and you tried to lose. I think it was who could lose the most weight or something. But it was like, was it 20 like a 21-day challenge, 28-day challenge? I think the goal was 20 pounds or something. But anyway. Yeah. I think so. I don't, 28 think, I don't days. think there was a goal, Chris. I think it was just whoever lost the most weight. For some reason, I thought it was something about 20, but who knows? But Maybe you, that's what I had in my mind. But you, we did all the same things. That's when I really knew something was wrong, wrong with, yeah. with my body because um, we, did, we were at all the same workout classes mm-hmm. together, which meant we were doing the same fitness routines. They gave us stuff like a meal plan so mm-hmm. we were eating the same things and a weighted <laughs> you had lost 18 pounds and I lost two that I gained back the next day <laughs> and, and that's not when, I mean funny. that competition was actually good because it's what made me realize hey this Something's ain't just hormones wrong. this yeah. ain't just baby this ain't just whatever yeah but anyway I definitely celebrate the small wins when it comes to my fitness. Like, whereas in the past I would have been really hard on myself if I just ran in and worked out for 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. I would like always do an hour and I'd be like, I sucked today. Now I'm not, I'm like, I'm here. Yeah. I don't have a ton of energy. I didn't get an hour in or whatever, but I'm here. I got the 20 minutes. Woo. Small win. Yeah. And things like that. And that's something that I think that's going through this has actually helped me with is first of all, I learned how to have compassion and empathy in a totally different way. I thought I did when I was a trainer. Yeah. 
and I would encounter people, you know, struggling with weight or they had an autoimmune disease or something. I encountered a lot of people like that, that they wanted to, to, but their body was not letting them. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that that is part of the reason that I've gone through this because I have so much love and empathy and compassion for someone in that situation that I I didn't have before I thought I did because of the profession I was in and celebrating those small wins and really, you know, just realizing that it's, it's just the small steps that that get you somewhere. But anyway, I got way out on that one, but I think also just, just to build on that a little bit more, I I think I I love this subject actually, but the small wins, I think that positivity and gratitude attracts more positivity and gratitude. So that's why I think celebrating those small wins are so important because you keep your mindset at a certain place where you said before you'd be like, Oh, I didn't work out long enough or I didn't, you know, whatever you were looking at what you didn't do instead of what you did do, mm-hmm. what you did do. And so, yeah, I love that. Well, isn't, isn't, you know how I love dopamine. Isn't dopamine the one that's, that's released the hormone that's released during celebrations. There's it's all different. Right? There's, there's like four happy, they call them the happy chemicals, but they all remember we used to laugh with our brother Dave and say, ding. <laughs> that sound that sound that sound yes. your phone makes when you buy something that you love and would be and you, yeah. yeah and then y'all would make me laugh because y'all would be like yeah you get a little surge of dopamine Pa-ting. yeah because dave's a shopper like me <laughs> like we're like the shoppers of the family for sure and we're like well i wasn't feeling good so i bought something yeah. today Pa-ting. a little little burst I of mean, dopamine that there. is not the best way to get it's dopamine. Definitely, it's definitely not, not but we would just funny. get it anyway we knew how <laughs> No, but I think dopamine is the the thing. So you were talking about how it does make you feel happy and inspired. And I think literally it makes you, I'm pretty sure you release dopamine when you celebrate something. That makes sense. Because, is it serotonin? I don't know. There's one that you hug and you get it. There's oxytocin. There's serotonin. There's dopamine. What's the other one? Happamine. I don't know. It doesn't I matter. Don't know. <laughs> but anyway, all the feel-good chemicals. I like that, all of those. Yeah, it's so I anything too. I can do to actually give me a little, <laughs> a little bit of that that good yeah. happy chemical. That's good vibes. I'm all about it. But um, yeah, so so the fitness things, the little wins there. It's so easy to get locked into a big goal there and say, oh, I got to lose ten pounds. I got to lose twenty pounds. So it seems yeah. so enormous. But celebrating those little ones kind of day at a time kind of thing yeah but um that's that's the main one that comes to mind I celebrate um meeting new people I always I think my husband thinks I'm so weird because I literally text him and be like I met someone new today (laughs) and he'll be like okay (laughs) I'm like I like congratulations I, I liked them they were like a nice person and and that's kind of a little win and not that meeting a person or a person is a small thing but just taking something from that person that I liked that day and making a new connection, I'll celebrate that. Even if I never talk to that person again, but it just, it, it just feels good to kind of celebrate that person and the fact that I met them or the connection that I made. And, you know, not to mention that eventually sometimes people that you just meet become lifelong friends or someone yeah, who helps you. And, and so 
that's something that comes to mind because I just did that last week to Nevada in the middle of his work day. I was like, I met a new friend. <laughs> I'm like a five-year-old. That's good, Beth. Good job. I, no, I, in all seriousness, I think that's great because mm-hmm. first of all, you have to leave yourself open to even meet new people. You know, do you ever feel like if you ever like try to speak to some people or smile or whatever, some people are like cut off and like they're scared to even make eye contact or yes, to I get speak. so uncomfortable around people like that. You know it's what so, I mean though? It's so opposite the way that I am that mm-hmm. I, I feel, it makes me feel very awkward. Like I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. I'm awkward anyway. So I'm just like, hey, do you not want to talk to me? I'm actually really nice. I mean, it's okay. Are you all right? Are you going through something right now? Do you need a hug? <laughs> Celebrating and meeting people. Though, I like that. That's that's good. Yeah. You know, just as small. I mean, it could be like, it's not, a, it doesn't even have to be someone that's like, it can just be like, like, I met someone in a coffee shop and they were the cashier. Yeah. And I found out their name. But it, you know, it, just, it can just be anybody. And yeah. I don't know. You know how I'm a, like a connection person. Yeah. And I always just feel like that's something fun to celebrate. It is. I like that. When new people come into your life. I like that a lot. <clears throat> Even just long enough to serve you coffee. Mm. You know? Yeah. What else? I like how I picked this subject, but I don't, I don't have anything <laughs> lined up here. You know, I think it's, uh, I think you should really encourage people, though just in general, like the people that are around you to celebrate small wins too, because I think it's so, I know myself, I'm not as much like this now, just because I feel like I am a little bit older and wiser, not, well, I'm definitely older, hopefully a little wiser, but I've always tended to be like a go all out kind of person, like all or nothing. And I've set myself up for disappointment a lot of times because if I, I, while I think you should set big goals, if you're too unrealistic or expect too much out of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, we just recently, I think it was last week or whenever it was that we did the podcast about letting go and letting go of expectations yes. and things. But, you know, I've set myself up for disappointment in the past because... I would have this big, huge, grandiose thing. And when it didn't work out the way that I thought it was supposed to, mm-hmm. then I felt very let down. And so, you know, I try now to be more realistic. And I, I again, I love this subject, celebrate the small things, because I feel like they compound. When you celebrate the small yes. things, they compound and compound. And like you said earlier, they turn into big things. And they give you motivation. And we they need give you motivation to keep going. Yeah. If it is a long journey, like something that you're starting out with but you're like oh my god it seems so huge it really like we said we love to celebrate why not celebrate it's so fun anyway so look for every opportunity to celebrate I love what you said about your kids and that's that's one I have to say that I probably do as well where the other day just like something um you know Dax loves scoops the ice cream shop right there Mm mm-hmm they have so many little things for kids to love in there besides oh, ice yeah. cream. So he just loves to go in there. And I stopped. They have this system where you move your clip. Your kids probably did it too. You know, you move from, from green yeah. and, and then there's another green, then there's yellow. It's just a behavioral thing. Well, Dex is a very smart student, but that boy likes to cut up. <laughs> 
And sometimes he moves his clip. Yeah. And so we had to have, there were a couple of weeks where he moved his clip um, a couple of times. And when I asked him, there was no good reason except that he likes to be a comedian and, you know, clown around when he's supposed to be listening. And so it was something that he had had to work at. Yeah. And because naturally he is just that little person that... He loves to make people laugh. Yes, he loves and that. He is hilarious. He's like his daddy. He loves to make people laugh. He's like me. He loves attention. So put those <laughs> two together and you just got a little yep. dynamo of behavioral yes. issues. No, I'm saying <laughs> he doesn't have behavioral issues. He's a issues, great but, kid. But anyway, I just wanted him to understand the importance of listening and like sometimes following direction. Yeah, sometimes There's you, a time and place. Yeah, yeah. I tell his daddy that all the time and it doesn't matter. <laughs> Like there's a time when it's Nevada's funny. past it's just not point. funny anymore. <laughs> but anyway, so little things like that. Like I, he had made it. It had been a little bit of a struggle, and he had to rein it in. Yeah, and he had made it for ever. How long it was? I don't know. Without moving his clip, he stayed on green. And yes, I know you should just expect them to behave good. Blah blah. <laughs> because you know how people say like oh you should that's to be expected they shouldn't get rewards for just behaving well i'm like my kids but anyway (laughs) i wanted him because he did work he did apply himself and it's not something that comes naturally because he's naturally a little cut up and a little attention getter and so he had worked for it and that was just what seemed like a small thing for me but i think that was a really big thing for him and it was just an ice cream cone but just those kind of things to say, hey, I'm proud of you. You applied yourself. You listened. You did better. Mm-hmm. I think that's great, especially mm-hmm. with kids. I think little celebrating little wins for kids, I think that's really a big thing for them because you're teaching them at a young age, first of all, not to be how we have been, you know, and, and set yourself up for disappointment. No, I know. You know? Yeah. I just, I think. And you're rewarding the good behavior instead of, you know, I I like the thing of rewarding good behavior and not, um, not that you shouldn't punish bad behavior, but I think if you focus more on rewarding good behavior, Mm -hmm. then, you know, it's like a little dog with a treat when they do what they're supposed to do and you give them a treat, then they're like, oh, okay, this works. I love a treat. Yeah. I mean, I love a treat. I'll even go buy myself something sometimes if I just accomplish something. Yeah. I'll give myself a treat. I'm just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> but I will. I'll just be like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to go buy this for myself. I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm going to do this thing. You know, celebrating. There's all kinds of ways by the oh, way yeah. to celebrate. Oh yeah. You know, like you say celebrate. There's all kinds of good ways to celebrate mm-hmm. those small wins. That's right. So, that's fun too to choose how you want to celebrate it. Yeah. Sometimes like it's just a hey, pat myself on the back. I did this thing. I'm really happy about it. Sometimes you're going to have extra. a girls' night. You're having a spa day. That's right. You're buying something. Yeah. Yeah. That's the part about it I love, too. Sometimes know? I just reward myself seriously with just like a little time alone to mm-hmm. like maybe watch TV or read or just have silence and nobody in my face. Yeah. The other day, you just needed a day and you were like, I'm mm-hmm. just going to have a me day. Yeah. And do anything that I want in mm-hmm. that day because your life with a one-year-old is very demanding on top of life being demanding in general. Yeah. And so those times are fewer and further between, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. So, yeah, that's great just to go have that moment or that day or Mm -hmm. whatever. 
I like it. I do too. So, um, so ways to practice little celebrations. Let's let's just do that. Let's since since we're kind of on that subject, okay. let's just talk about little ways to celebrate little small victories. Okay. So of course, self care. We just kind of address that. Of course, buying something that's not always. You know, maybe your celebration doesn't need to involve money or spending money on something. What would you do to reward yourself in a non-financial way or, or, or buying something sort of way? Well, um, sometimes it's just, and this may sound a little odd for some people, but sometimes it's just rest. Mm-hmm. Like not that rest should be a reward because I, you should allow yourself to rest. Right. But when you're a busy person or when you have a lot of responsibility, sometimes it it's is a luxury. <laughs> yeah. It, and it's hard, yeah. I think, to allow yourself to rest sometimes because um, like, for instance, the other day, Shepard, normally when I put him down for a nap, like I try to get things done because that's, you know. All moms know that when the baby goes to sleep, that's when you have time to do things that you can't do when they're awake. But like the other day, I was tired and I had so many things to do, but I laid down with him and I took a nap and it was heavenly and I felt so much better Mm -hmm. when I woke up because I started to push over it. I had a lot of things to do and I was like, no, I'm not. I'm going to, I'm going to lay down and rest and let my body Recover and the fact that you can and you yes, have a moment yes. to rest. Yeah. So that and again, sometimes it's just like watching something on TV, like indulging in a show yeah. that I want to watch or something and just having that little bit of relaxation time, maybe pour a glass of wine, just mm-hmm. chill. And, you know, those are things that don't cost money besides electricity and, you know, whatever you eat or drink. Well, and this involves money. This is not non, um, this has to do with money. But just eating or drinking my favorite things sometimes because mm-hmm. going back to my lovely autoimmune funness, I have to be very careful with alcohol, very careful with all kinds of stuff because of inflammation. Mm-hmm. So sometimes <laughs> I say, well, I know I'm going to get some inflammation, but I'm going to have this glass of red wine or I'm going to have this good food or I'm going to do this. And it just feels good to be normal, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I feel like it, obviously with me, it's different with my autoimmune stuff, but with anybody just to, just to kind of say, I'm going to go sit down at my favorite restaurant or I'm going to get this favorite thing to have at the house. Like you said, indulging in the show or I'm going to buy my favorite wine or my favorite whatever. Mm-hmm. And just having that moment to in, indulge your senses in, in something that's, that just makes you happy. You yeah. Know? Just yeah. a little celebration. I think yeah. that that's, that's a good way that you can kind of reward yourself. And again, along with that, have some you time if you choose. Yeah. Well, and again, I said this earlier, but I think it's important that we encourage other people to do that too, because you know, Steve, for instance, he, he stresses a lot and he's kind of a worrier, not kind of a worrier. He is a worrier. He does better at times, but, um, a lot of times I will, he, he'll start not to do something Mm -hmm. and I'll say, no, you should do that. Or no, you should buy that. Or you should, 
you know, because he's very responsible. He's a very responsible person. So I think it's important to encourage other people to do that, too, because I think it comes easier for some people than it does others. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for instance, I I have a lot easier time rewarding myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And him, I don't think he's not as much that that way as far as um, he's not really indulgent I'm probably more of an indulgent kind of a person you know? I, I'm definitely the indulgent one in yeah. our relationship too you yeah. know you know how Nevada is and but you know I think that's great that you you're encouraging encouraging him to have his to celebrate himself or do the thing because I'm like that with Nevada Nevada works so hard all the time and I've never been one of those people that are like he he takes guys trips and stuff and I'm I don't ever want to be one of those people that's like oh you're just gonna go for a week and blah 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 and yeah it's more responsibilities on me and and things like that when he leaves but I always am like go do that you deserve that and I think that is so important when you're you know with other people to not only encourage them to do things that celebrate themselves and make themselves feel good but also celebrating their small wins yes and saying Hey, even, you know, have you ever been around somebody that's being hard on themselves and saying, well, but I'm not, I have so far to go. It's really nice to point out to someone, but look how far you've come. Let's celebrate this little milestone and we'll eventually get there. But even if you don't get there, let's go ahead and celebrate where you are now and Mm -hmm. how far you've come. Because sometimes people need that way more than we know. Yeah. I know that I've needed that so many times, times when I didn't get it. Yeah. And times when I did get it and just someone celebrating your little your little victories, even maybe the ones that you don't recognize or reminding you yeah. to celebrate yourself, like you said with Steve, I think is that's a really yeah, that that just brings up a really neat story. Um so I met long story short, we're probably gonna have her on the podcast. I haven't told you this yet, oh, but okay. Um so a friend of ours who's been a family friend of ours forever. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to say who it is because I've not asked him this yet, but he's in his 70s and has never been married. Okay. Never had kids, but actually he did. He just didn't know it. So he recently took a DNA test Mm. and found out that he has a daughter. I know who you're talking about now. Yes. And it was the coolest thing because he was actually eating dinner at our house and I... He says I'm the one that talked him into it, but I, I actually did go online and order the test for him because I said, because we were talking about it and I could tell he was just really, he wanted to do it, but he had not done it yet. And I was like, you really should do this. I said, come on, let's go ahead and do it now. So we ordered it and then we were both, we couldn't wait for the test to come back. We were so excited. And I just had this feeling. I'm like, I have a feeling he has at least one child. Well, sure enough, when he got the results back, he had me read them and he had a daughter. So I met her the other day for the first time. I've I've meant to meet her already, but he and I um, met her for breakfast and we, she and I just hit it off. I, I mean, we felt like we had known each other. Like I just felt like I'd known her my whole life, but she said something to me that was so sweet and it meant so much to me. We were just talking about, she's like, so who are are you outside of being a mom? And I was just kind of telling her, you know what I do. And, um, told her I was working on a lot of personal development things right now. And, and I said, I can't remember exactly how we got there, but she asked me the question. I said, well, I said, I, you know, 
I've tended to be kind of a pushover in my life. And she looked at me and she said, hmm, you're not now. I mean, she said, I don't see that. She's like, you're, you're a warrior. And like when she said it, I like teared up. And I was like, oh, my God, you're going to make me cry. And she's like, don't cry. She said, you are. She said, you're a warrior. Like, I just see it. And then she kind of had a moment, too. And I did. And I was like, oh, I was like, that just meant so much to me. But yeah, like you, you, you don't know how much. um, Oh, my gosh. Don't let me cry so much. about It just really I have that same feeling because when she said it, like I really needed that. Mm hmm. And you don't know a lot of times just what you seeing something in somebody and you telling them that that can be huge. Like people, people need encouragement. Even, you know, I think of myself as a really strong person, but like when she said that, I was like, oh, and like, we just had this moment where like we're connected and it was just like silent for a minute. And it, it was just that really sweet moment of connection. But like people need that. We all need those words of encouragement. And and think about that. That was just a simple sentence and a couple words. But that was her way of celebrating you and who you are when maybe you didn't necessarily recognize that at the moment. But you needed it so much more than yeah. you probably even Yeah, I wasn't knew. feeling That's like why. a warrior that specific mm-hmm. day when she yeah. said it. But it like clicked and I thought, yeah, I really am a warrior. Mm-hmm. That's how I think of myself. Uh, you know, on the inside, but you know, we all, we all have times when we're, you know, weaker or tired or you, whatever it are, is. You so. are one of the most, I think when I think of warriors, I think of someone who's, who has resilience and you were one of the most resilient people that I've ever known. And I mean, I know I'm biased, but th- one of your strengths is your resilience and you can't be a warrior without having some <laughs> resilience, right? Thank you. Yeah. But, but that that is that's such a great story and it's such a good point of just a just some wor- just words sometimes can be a celebration for someone. It could be something that they never forget. And that's, you know, that's part of the reason that I do enjoy connecting with strangers and meeting new people because you you never know the words they might say or some words that you speak to them or an exchange that you have with someone that could form a connection that could be very fleeting, like I said, or that it could be long term, but you never know what that can mean to someone or what that can mean to you. And just like this person that you had never met before said something to you that meant so much. You know, that reminds me of another little quick story. And I I will always love this story because I think it's like the sweetest, cutest thing. But Steve and I were at Chick-fil-A one day and there was this elderly lady there and she was very attractive, very pretty lady. And she had such beautiful eyes, these bright crystal blue eyes. And she, Steve said, we we talked about how pretty she was. And he said, look, her eyes are so beautiful. I said, I know. What just so happened that she kind of walked out as we left. She kind of walked out and he said, I'm going to tell her. So he rolled the window down and he said, ma'am, don't take this wrong. He said, I just have to tell you, you have the most beautiful eyes. And she said something to him. She's like, oh, thank you. She's like, you don't know what that means to me. She said, because I can't remember if she had just had eye surgery or was going to have eye surgery. There was something going on with her eyes Mm -hmm. that was kind of a a big thing. And like, it just meant the world to her. You could just see it all over her face. And like, Mm -hmm. after Steve said it and we left, we're like, I said, oh my God, I'm so glad you said that to her. So yeah, we don't, I don't think we realize sometimes, I mean, that's, a small win, you could say, because you're pointing out something to somebody that 
that they need to hear. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. I love just the, I love those connections. I love, and who doesn't love to feel good or better about something, yeah. you know, or be, have their spirits lifted by something. And celebrations, again, can mean so many things. Yeah. Like we're saying, oh, we'll do this, do this. It's not just a party. It, it can be celebrating someone with words, words of encouragement, words to reminders of who mm-hmm. they are. And that's, that's a great one. I love that one. I do too. I do too. Okay. So point of all of this, celebrate your little wins. <laughs> yes. Celebrate other people's little wins and never pass up the opportunity to celebrate a little triumph because first of all, they add up to big triumphs sometimes and then even if they don't it was a lot of fun celebrating them along the way it's encouraging it's motivational it's so many good things it is and we should it we should love life and enjoy life Mm -hmm. and get everything that we can out of it I mean why not celebrate and be happy and joyous yes especially around the holidays it's even more like, you know, one of my saddest things What is when somebody says, I don't celebrate birthdays anymore. I'm old. Oh, I hate, you know, I will throw myself a party. You yes. know, I'll be like, it's my birthday. Yes. How long can we stretch this out to just have fun and celebrate? Yes. Even other people's birthdays. I love to celebrate other people's birthdays too. And, and have any excuse for a great celebration or gathering of friends. Well, what, I mean, what better to celebrate than a human life and somebody being here and learning and going through all the things we go through and still and, standing. And to and, those I people mean, that say that, you were never too old to celebrate. No. For sure, like Christy said, the day of your birth. But you're never too old to celebrate anything. No. And, yes, celebrate. That makes me so sad when people say that. I want to go just throw them a party and be like, what? Nobody's too old to have a celebration. Well, and, you know, a a lot of people don't celebrate holidays and things (laughs) because they don't necessarily believe in them. Mm -hmm. And, obviously, we know that holidays, we don't know the exact date of everything. All we have to go by is, you know, history. And we don't 100% even know if all of our history is correct. Mm -hmm. So, but again. And holidays are things that we made up. Sure. Blah, blah, blah. We know that too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But there are reasons to celebrate. I mean, even if you don't believe like in Christmas, you can celebrate giving and loving Mm -hmm. and the happiness that comes along with it. You can celebrate Winter. So, I mean, cel- anyway, just be happy. Mm-hmm. Celebrate things. I know. Celebrate. Okay. I like it. I feel like that's a wrap <laughs> on my subject. Okay. I mean, I could keep talking about it because okay, I'd I be loving to celebrate. But Yes. But okay. But I like that. Celebrate the small wins. That's a good reminder for me too, though, because, you know, I like it's to celebrate. It's easy to overlook. And, and it is. It's easy to be like, oh, no, it no, is. No. You know, I just did a thing. Yeah. 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 I like that. Okay. So. My okay, subject is, it's not, it's, it's really simple. Okay. It's just mindfulness. Okay. Mindfulness. Good one. Good one. Because in this season of my life, I have really 
put a lot of effort into practicing mindfulness. And I feel like I've come really far in that journey Mm -hmm. because, you know, our minds are so busy all the time, busy, busy, busy. And with social media, the news, all of the stuff out there, the people we're surrounded by, like it's so easy to not be mindful and like, for instance, I mean, what is mindfulness to you? I mean, what? It, that's, that's what I was about. I'm glad you asked that question because, because I, think, I was going to say, sometimes I feel like when you say mindfulness, we, you know, obviously we have a podcast where we talk about personal development and that's something that we concentrate on. But right. I feel like not everyone, if you said you have to be mindful or, or practice mindfulness, I think there's plenty of people still that are like, practice what? Yeah. Like, how do you be mindful? And I think it's different for different people. I think overall, the general idea is that you're just present and you are more intentional about being present and being in tune with that. Because like you said, we're so busy and it's so easy to get so distracted and not just be in the moment and be intentional Mm -hmm. with where we're at and what we're doing. What about you? Do you do you have a different explanation for mindfulness? Well, no, that's that's I mean, that's what it is in a nutshell, right. but I think it's for me it's getting really what's the word I'm looking for? Um very intentional with my mindfulness in that really being mindful of what I like what I say to others mm-hmm. being mindful what I watch on TV mm-hmm. being mindful of what I read or listen to being mindful of my presence and my attitude and what kind of a vibe I'm giving off it to people so simple but being present so many of us are not present and, and not mindful of where we're at what we're doing what we're saying well, think about like phones. I mean, I, I, okay. I know we've all done this at some point, and sometimes you can't. Sometimes you have something important that important that you're dealing with, or you know, you have to take a call or you have to check something. But you know, I, I think it's so important. Speaking of being mindful, that we take the time to like put our devices down and to mm-hmm. connect with people and things. You know, I, this always makes me sad. If you go in a restaurant and you'll see like a couple there having dinner together and they're both on their phones the whole time. Have you ever seen that? You see it all the time. All the time. And I'm amazed and I'm not saying I'm perfect. I spend way too much time on my devices than I should. It's something that I, you know, we all do. Um, But there are certain times that I just think you should put them away and I'm not saying if you got kids like Steve and I, sometimes we'll go out and we have to check our phones. We check yeah, on the kids, whatever. Close, yeah. But like I'm talking about when you're sitting there through a whole dinner and people are just like a couple is sitting there the whole time on their phones. They're not even talking to each other. They're not engaging. Or a whole family. <laughs> yes, or a whole family. Yeah. And that just, I mean, it really makes me sad because I'm like, that that should at least, if you don't take any other time, you're sitting there across from this person, mm-hmm. you're enjoying a meal together, but you're not communicating, you're not connecting at all. But but mindfulness is is all of those things. It's yeah. just it's being mindful of everything. And it sounds like a lot, but 
you know, I say this often, the more you practice a certain thing, especially like in the realm of personal development, the more you practice things, the easier and the more that skill. Yeah, they just develop it completely. yeah, Yeah, it just comes it just comes more naturally to you. But yeah, I mean, mindfulness is is all of those things. And like you said, it's a little different for for other people what what it means to them, I guess. But to me, it's just just being mindful of of everything that I feed into myself and that I let out of myself to others. Yeah, and I love I love that you expressed it that way that mindful of what I think. That's that's such a good way to break it down in detail beyond being present and being mindful is being mindful about all of the details, all of the things. And like you were talking about social media, I feel like social media is the ultimate way of not being mindful. And there's a lot I could say about that, obviously aimless scrolling, but mindful of what your brain takes in, because when you scroll, you don't necessarily always know what what's about to feed into your brain Mm -hmm. into your mind you know even even I'm real funny about on TikTok algorithm algorithms Mm -hmm. because some things I just don't want to see so if if I have a certain news feed in there because maybe I've clicked on this one thing one time but then it starts throwing all that at me and I'm like no 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 that's not that's not what I'm trying to you know I think I clicked on like one of those 911 calls one time where it was like 911, it was out of curiosity, and then it started throwing all those up, and I was like, oh, no, I can't can't be here and all that. Nope. <laughs> I got to, yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. get back in some positivity. Yeah. yeah. And I'll go in and look up things a lot to try to change the algorithm of yeah. that to feed something good back in. But it's so easy, little kids to older people, mm-hmm. to not be mindful of those things and then – you're feeding all of that into your head from here and here and here mm-hmm. and that feed and that feed. And then whatever, of course, you feed in is going to come out in some way. Exactly. just going to make you feel some certain kind mm-hmm. of way. And I think it's so important to be mindful of those things. I do, too. And, you know, social media and TikTok and all those things can be dangerous, too, even for relationships, because there are some there are some dark things on there and you can it can go downhill real fast and if you're not a strong person like I think it's really easy for people to spiral out of control with watching and doing things and reading things and looking Mm -hmm. at things that is not healthy for them or their relationship or you know you, you have to guard you have to guard yourself and just be mindful and another thing for me is have you ever been like in a situation or something and you start thinking one thought and then before you know it, your, your thoughts are just spiraling mm-hmm. and you're going like you're diving way deep into something that is either hurtful for you or you're, you're, you're thinking about something in the past or you're thinking about something you did wrong or, you know, any, whatever it is, or, or maybe your spouse said something to you that like got under your skin and your thoughts start spiraling. <laughs> okay, continue. What? Sorry, did I say that your out loud? Your thoughts start spiraling. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, I mean, you've gone downhill really fast. Like, you mm-hmm. went from being yeah. in a good mood to being in the dumps. So that's another reason that mindfulness is so important to catch yourself before you spiral and to learn to 
just just catch yourself and redirect, redirect to something else. And I think it's so important to learn to be still, have a moment of, of quiet and be still. You know, I go back to meditation a lot because it doesn't have to be a huge thing, but sometimes just take a minute in the middle of your day. Like if you're feeling overwhelmed or your thoughts are spiraling, take a minute just to calm yourself and to bring yourself like centered again and to be mindful and present so that you don't just keep spiraling because I have spiraled a lot in my life in a lot of different ways. So, I mean, I still do. I still, it's, it's just an easy trap to fall into. And meditation, like you were talking about, I love that the way they teach you to be mindful through meditation, you know, meditation is all about mindfulness to Mm -hmm. bring you back to a centered point. And the way they do that is you concentrate on your breathing and the breaths that you're taking. How often do we not pay attention to the breaths we're breathing Mm -hmm. and it centers you and it brings you back to a place of just being present with your body. And this is the breath I'm breathing. Yeah. And that's a great place. Like that's a great tool to use for if you want to become more mindful is to start in that quiet place of breathing meditation and then, you know, go from there. But yeah, I love that. I I love your subject too. This is a great one because it's, it's a great reminder to me regularly because it's so easy. Do you feel like it's so easy to slip out of mindfulness like all the time? It is. It is because we just have so many things thrown at us from so many different directions all the time. And sometimes I think it's easy to just get overwhelmed with everybody else's, what they have going on and thoughts and, and the news media and social media. And just, there's just so much that I think it's, yeah, I just think it's a battle. I think it's probably a battle for a lot of people because um, it's just, it's not an easy thing to do to remain mindful all the time. But again, it does, it does get easier, I feel like. And the more you practice it, the easier it gets to catch yourself, I guess, mm-hmm. before you, before you go. Well, I think that's why it's so important to, to practice that because mm-hmm. it is so easy. And there, it, there are so many things to keep us distracted way more now than there there's ever been. Mm-hmm. And I think just being mindful, like you were talking about families in a restaurant, like not to lose that connection of sharing a meal or laughing, talking about your day, anything, because you've got these distractions that's tearing you away from just being present with your family, with your friends, with yourself, whatever it may be, even enjoying tasting your food, you know? Yeah, I think just really being engaged with the people that are around you, like mm-hmm. my kids, for instance, you know, sometimes they, they want to show me something or talk to me about something that is not really anything that you know, it's not anything it's that not in your wheelhouse of interest. Yes, that's a great <laughs> way to put it. Um, but I know that it's something that makes them happy or that's important to them. Right. So it's really important. Or like Steve, he'll be telling me about something that maybe is not interesting to me, but it's really important to him or something that he needs to talk about. And, you know, it's so easy for us just to be distracted and be like, oh, okay, whatever, whatever. But like, do we, do we want to be treated that way? Mm-mm. Like if I have something I want to talk about that's important to me, do I want somebody to listen? That's right. Better listen. Yeah. Talking, Steve. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So just learning to be engaged and calm mm-hmm. yourself down a minute and to really pay attention to what somebody's trying to talk to you about. That's it's it's so important. And and I think we we lose that a lot of times because of the what the world that we live in now. Well, and think about what you're losing when you lose that. You're losing a certain amount of respect for someone and mm-hmm. what they're saying. You're losing showing a certain amount of love and concern because when you're not listening to someone, when you're not making, you know, I'm really big on eye contact. Yeah. Not all people are like that. And especially nowadays because people are on their computer, they're on their devices, they're looking here, they're doing Mm -hmm. that. And I'm still such an eye contact person. Like when I have a conversation with someone, obviously, especially if it's something about something very important, but just in general, I want them to make eye contact with me. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to stare through my soul, but I just want to have that. And I feel like when you when you stop doing that, when you stop listening, it, it's a certain amount of just lacking respect for that other person. I agree. What they have to say, looking them in the eye. And I know it's easy. We have a, a lot of things going on, like but what you were talking about with your with your kids. I get it. It's so hard. We. <laughs> Especially anybody that's a parent, (laughs) you know, if you're trying to work and you're a parent and you're a spouse and you're trying to do, mom asked me the other day, what's been going on? And I was like, so much stuff with school like that. It's like just, (laughs) just the simple, just, we just had this month of dress up days and you got to send this in. We're doing tickets for this. We have to do this. We have to do this aside from you know, homework and actually getting them there. <laughs> it was like so much stuff. <laughs> All the and extra I get stuff. It. Parenting is so hard and you have so much to do. But those little things, like you said, just listening to an interest that they have mm-hmm. and being mindful and being present with them. On the way, I love to listen to audiobooks and podcasts. So that is generally a lot of times what I do when I'm driving. But I, I started with Dax when he was really little and started first going to school, our drives, I make sure that I'm very present, that I don't put my AirPods in, that I don't turn up the radio unless it's something that we're listening to together and he wants to listen to music. And it's become like our little tradition, which which it's something that started out for me. Like, I just need to, you know, I got like, what, 15 minutes on the way to school. I just need to be present. Like, this is my little kid. And now it's like this tradition of what are we going to talk about today? And we'll just talk about a subject. And sometimes he'll pick a subject or I'll pick a subject and we'll, we'll analyze it. And, and it, it, it's become something that I look forward to so much. And I'm so thankful that I quit being distracted and said, I'm going to be present with my little kid. And that's, I think that's something that's beautiful about mindfulness too, is that it does help you connect and opens up things that when you are so distracted or self-involved or whatever that, that thing may be that you're involved with, that it can open up so many good things if you are present and mindful. I agree. You know, and if you have teenagers like I do, um, you know, sometimes they don't want to talk. Sometimes they just don't want to talk. But, you know, I'm that parent... I'm not going to force them to talk, but I'm also the parent, like, I'll just go up to their room sometimes when Mm -hmm. they're up there. I'll just go in there and pop down on their bed, start talking to them. Sometimes I'll drag stuff out of them. Mm -hmm. (coughs) 
or I'll start talking to them about something that they want to talk about until it kind of opens the door where we start a communication line going back and forth, you know. And I mean, I think that's so important with all kids, but teenagers too, because they're in that transitional stage from being a child to turning into an adult. And I think it's so important to leave that line of communication Mm -hmm. open Mm -hmm. so that they feel like, hey, mom or dad's going to be there for me and I can go talk to them about anything. Because to me, the worst thing that I could think of in my mind is my kids being scared to come talk to me about Mm -hmm. something. And Mm -hmm. there are going to be things they don't want to talk to me about. Like, Mm -hmm. I understand that. But I also want them to know I've even made them uncomfortable through the years. They're a little more used to it now. But just opening the door and breaching the subjects of things that are not easy to talk about Mm -hmm. because they're going to talk about those things with somebody. And, you know, I like to just try to take like the shame, like sex, for instance. Mm -hmm. I like to just take the shame and all of the weirdness out of it as much as you can. But so that they know that they can talk to me about things and they don't have to like... I don't care. It's just a thing. It's a thing that people do. But I want you to feel comfortable talking to me so that you don't ever fear asking me something or you don't fear if you get yourself in a situation. You know, I, I just I, I want them to know that I'm, I'm there for them and that that that, that 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 there's always an open door that they can come to me and talk to me about anything. And you know, I think that should be the same way, like with your spouse. I, you know, I think with friends, I think it kind of comes a little bit naturally mm-hmm. more because you um, you're not with them day in and no, day out. Not. It doesn't become like the 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 everyday. So it's yeah, it's just different. Yeah. It's a different um, relationship. First it is. of all, but yeah, but like even even you know with your spouse, just working on keeping that connection. And, you know, I just, I feel like as connected as we are to devices and things like that, it's really easy to become disconnected in the present moment with Mm -hmm. the people that we love and it should be at the top of your priority list. I mean, we've all been guilty of not connecting the way that we should, but I think it should be really at the top of the list. Well, and even like with social media and stuff, you... If you're going to be on there scrolling, make the effort to connect with someone. Yeah. If you're on social media, stay in touch with family and friends. Really Mm -hmm. stay in touch with them and don't just stay on there to look and see what everybody else is doing. I mean, there's you can still use those things as tools for for the good. Exactly. That's what they're meant for, in, in my opinion. But but using them and not letting them use you. But I want to say, like, I love what you said about your kids and your teenagers because that's something I think about when I'm having those little talks. You know, Dax is six or he's seven now. And I I, I think about him being like, oh, I want to talk to you about this thing. And then I think about like you with teenagers and how all teenagers are where they're like, oh, I want to talk to you. I want to go to my room. And I love that you, even if they don't come talk to you, that you make that time to be present present with them, and you let you let them know that you're still there to talk to, and you still will be present with them, mm-hmm. even if like times you just go force them to talk. But I think just them knowing that 
that you are going to take the time to talk to them and you are going to take the time to look them in the eye and discuss this thing, that that's a lot. Even if they don't do it, just knowing that I think is a lot. Well, and I also think apologizing to your kids. I know some people think like that you should maintain a certain standard with your kids or you should you should you should try to be the strong tower of you know perfection or resilience or they're gonna find you out one day so you better stop yeah I, I mean I think it's important too to let your kids not that you should go you know cry at their feet and say my life's falling apart but I mean they expect a certain amount of strength from you because you're their parent and stability but I also think that it's okay to let your kids see you vulnerable especially as they get older so that they understand hey this is real life and and like I humanize you you're not just a parent you're a human and and when I screw up Mm -hmm. I apologize to my kids like I'm sorry I shouldn't have spoken to you that way or I did this and this was a mistake or like whatever it is just be real with your kids so that it also opens the door for them to have that same kind of freedom so that they know that it's okay to mess up. Mm-hmm. And that's just all and it's part important of living. to apologize. Yes. I did the same thing. Yeah. I apologize to Dax. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any shame in that. I know, I know a lot of times as parents, it's like, because I teach said so them, train them because <laughs> I said, so you have to apologize. You know, you did something bad. Here's the consequences. Mm-hmm. But it's very important to be the example of that too, which is all part of it. Like we have to say, I'm sorry as parents. I say it to Dax all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm sorry I got short with you or I'm sorry I did this or I'm sorry that was a mistake. And a lot of times I'll even lead into, you know, I told you not to do that and I shouldn't do that either. Yeah. And so, yeah, all of that, just being connected, you know, mindfulness gives us connection with not only ourselves and our senses and what we're saying and doing, but so much connection and opportunity for that with other people. Yeah. Well, and also mindfulness will, um, the more you practice that, the more you'll realize the things that are good for you and the things that are not, because it can be something really small. Maybe it's something that you eat unless you're really mindful about what you eat and you put in your body, like you may have something that's, for instance, making you bloated or causing you indigestion or whatever it is. And can you not sleep? Yeah. And unless you're mindful, it can be little bitty things like that. But the more mindful you are in your life, I mean, the better it gets. And then, you know, the things mentally that are good for you that you feed into your, your brain and your mind and your soul and your heart. And just, just like also physically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I love Do it. I love, I love it. It's like, <laughs> it's like an inventory of everything, like a constant inventory. Yeah. You know, like you yeah. don't do it once. You, it's like this constant inventory yeah. you, you do of, like you said, even what you eat, mm-hmm. even, you know, how you're sleeping, what you're saying, what you're feeding in, how you're communicating with your family and friends, how you talk to a stranger on the street. Mm-hmm. Just, there's how so, you feel what's going on in your own yes. mind like what what's you know how do I feel right now why do I feel this way enjoy in life around you I know we've all done it where you drive from one a starting point to a destination and you go oh I hope I stopped at all the red lights I literally don't remember mm-hmm. like your brain is somewhere else you go into like a time warp yeah and you just are not being present and you're not <laughs> cheesy but you're not enjoying the the journey yeah because you're trying to get to the destination and 
And I think that that is, um, it's such a way to invite happiness and joy. Yeah. You know, we talked about a little bit, um, I don't know, I don't, if last episode, episode before about being silent. And I was telling you, I just needed that time to myself. I had this season of just like solitude and that I learned a lot of things about mindfulness through that because I just stopped. And I know we don't always have that luxury. I'm very grateful that I did, but just to really enjoy and appreciate things in a different way because you're there in that moment well, thinking about it. Yeah. And and <coughs> it all goes talking. back to gratitude mm-hmm. again. You know, you and I are huge advocates for gratitude because it is such a powerful thing and it's such an easy way to are you okay sorry chris i was trying not to cough directly in um throat got a little bit dry continue on so yeah just gratitude i'm just i always it's just a huge thing in my life because there are so many things to be thankful for and gratitude will help you in every area of, of your life with mindfulness, celebrating the small things, mm-hmm. you know, that gratitude is like the underlying thing of all of those. And I think that's one of the most important things. Yeah. I love me some gratitude. If gratitude was a man, I would marry it. <laughs> if it was a person, I'd be his best friend. <laughs> so, um, so Beth needs so a few, food, week, but- a few weeks ago. Before we before we close out here, a few weeks ago, it's a Matthew McConaughey story, so I have to share oh, it with you. You know, we continue. always have to talk about that. Please continue. So, you know, Steve went to Kansas State, so he's a huge Kansas State football fan. Mm-hmm. And a few weeks ago, Kansas State played Texas. Well, mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey went to Texas, and so he was there at the game. At the same game that Steve was at? Well, no, Steve was watching it on TV. He oh, wasn't oh, actually oh. at this okay. game. Okay. But I happened to come downstairs and Steve's like, Matthew McConaughey was just on here giving a pep talk. And I was like, what? I need to come watch this game. Oh, man. But yeah. What was that? Where was I going with that? Gratitude. Oh, I had a whole new gratitude for Kansas State football because <laughs> Matthew McConaughey was there. <laughs> I really don't know where I was going with that. That's great. That is a great reason I think it's because I forgot to tell you that he was there. Yeah, I can't believe you're just now telling me this because that seems like that would be like priority number one in our conversations. But I'm so glad you told me because I'm... Texas won and I was okay with it because Matthew was so happy that Mm -hmm. it made me happy. I had a lot of gratitude in my heart for him being so happy. (laughs) And so, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm still laughing. So yeah, this is a, this is um, this was fun though. This was fun. We should do this more. Just this. I mean, maybe this same exact thing, oh, but know, then other things like this. I think this is fun. You know what to we just should throw do? This at each other. What? I just had a good idea. What? Our listeners. Mm-hmm. We should. Okay, listeners, friends. Um, if you have a subject that you would like us to talk about, Ooh, I like it. Throw it out there. Mm-hmm. And we have a Facebook group. You can reach out to us on Facebook or what other ways can they contact us? I mean, through our website. Yes. You can do, we have a Facebook group. You can also just reach out to us on Facebook, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Send us a message if there's something, a specific subject you want us to talk about. 
then throw that out there to us and we will definitely do an episode on it. Yeah, that's great. I like that. I like this um, spontaneous yeah, thing we fun. got going on. I can't talk anymore. My throat's dry. So, okay. Love y'all. Happy. Happy. What is it? What I don't know what you're today? trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> happy life. Happy day. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs>